Hi everyone, I'm Alice. I'm an ER doctor and I have come to know that laughter and joy are the best medicine. On this podcast, I highlight joy in order to share some of this medicine with you. I'll be talking with different people about their joy, which inspires us to our own. I got it. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today, I am talking with Dr. Siri Chan Khalsa. Dr. Khalsa has had a lifelong interest in mindful living as the basis for long-term vitality of mind, body, and spirit. She completed a residency in internal medicine at the Mayo Clinic in 2005 and is board certified in internal medicine, integrative medicine, and hospice and palliative medicine. Dr. Khalsa has deepened her studies on health and healing by becoming a yoga instructor, Reiki master, and participating in a two-year full-time program at the Ayurveda, uh, at the Ayurvedic Institute in Albuquerque and India. Serving as an integrative medicine PCP and instructor at the University of Arizona Integrative Medicine Fellowship for Physicians and consultant to other medical practices, she has dedicated her career to promoting an increased understanding in clinical medicine of the link between long-term vitality and the daily choices we make. She is currently focusing her energy to support physicians who want to expand personal understanding of new ways of healing through an experimental process, utilizing techniques in Ayurveda, yoga, mindfulness, and plant-based nutrition. I am so thrilled that she is here with me today, and I'm so excited to talk with her. Hi, Siri Chan. Good morning. Good morning. It's a delight to meet you and learn more about the work that you're doing. Thank you so much for the invitation. Absolutely. My pleasure. So today we're going to be talking about joy, which sounds like it's really in alignment with what you do as well. So that is awesome. So I'm going to start by asking you, how do you define joy? Do you feel like it's a feeling, a thought, an action, all three? For me, I think it's a feeling. I'll be honest. I think it's a feeling. Um, It's like, um, in a way, it's sort of like that feeling that when you wake up in the morning, that there's abundance and opportunity and purpose it's like joy to me is an amalgam of experiences that ends up in kind of a kinesthetic feeling when i wake up in the morning occasionally i'll have joy when i'm in like a flower garden or picking flowers something about flowers elicits Mm -hmm. that response for me as well Yes. Awesome. Yes. I agree with you. Just seeing the beauty, I think just triggers something in us and we just get that emotion that we respond to. Totally. <laughs> Notice the flowers in my back- background. Exactly. <laughs> Is there enough time in life for flowers? No. Um, totally. <laughs> flowers. Yes. Amazing. So what brings you joy? When do you feel the most joy? You know, it's interesting because various intervals in life and certainly in medicine have been sort of largely devoid of joy, to be honest. Yes. And so I think this is an important distinction in some ways. Um, Yeah, it's an important distinction because I don't always uh, 
I don't always have it. Mm -hmm. I don't always have it. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something to be really said for certain activities that I know will sort of link me to that uplifting feeling mm -hmm. and being creative or exploring something sort of super creative in the kitchen yes. has always been one of my sort of go-tos. Like I know I'm going to arrive to something creative and sometimes even the creative process can feel a little disruptive, like uncertain or uncomfortable. But when I sort of fully engage in that process, usually by the end, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty balanced and I'm excited about, gosh, whatever's coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love how you said when you go to the kitchen, <laughs> food is amazing. Yes. Yes. It really is. You know, it's, it's seems like it's kind of underrated on some level, but, um, yeah. you know, especially when you bring the two together, like what you just said, you bring the food and the creativity together. That is an amazing combination. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that. So how about a time if you could share with us a story about a fun time with your family uh, that you had maybe on a vacation or, or maybe even in your business or anything? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. My husband's family lives in the Bay Area. And one of the things that I really appreciate about um, going to visit them is that there are a number of biodynamic farms, which is a very particular stylized way of growing vegetables. Mm -hmm. That's really um, from, from someone who loves to cook and be in the kitchen. It really, um, gosh, it really just kind of um, just having that food that has so much intentionality going into it makes mm -hmm. such a big difference for me. And so there's a particular farm here near where his family lives called Blossoms Biodynamic Farm. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's a private residence. And so you can't just sort of stroll on there. But we had reached out to the farm and I love to take I love to take photos of nature. Mm -hmm. And when the food has been grown in this sort of deeply intentional and organic sort of earthy way, mm -hmm. and then I get to go in and take photos of that. Mm -hmm. ah! <laughs> I also know that those photos are going to come out really, really cool because, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's only so much the camera can do when right. What you're taking a photo of is kind of like yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I love I just love it it's so much fun for me and so I know those photos are going to come out amazing and so that's really exciting for me when I get to do something like that yeah now say a little bit more about biodynamic bio what is that biodynamic so this is a style of um uh, agriculture that was founded by Rudolf Steiner who was sort of a, a philosopher metaphysical student, if you will, yeah. and he found certain rhythms in nature that seem to pair well. And for example, they don't till the land. And okay. we're coming to understand in regenerative agriculture that tilling the land might disrupt some of the very delicate ecosystem. And biodynamic will also have things growing together to create okay. their own sort of ecosystem, if you will. So it's okay. really, it's a really cool thing. I really yeah. Yeah. love it. <laughs> Sounds amazing. So, but it is in the ground. It's not the hydroponics or aquaponics. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. It's in the ground. Oh, totally in the ground. Yeah. I love that. 
I really love your videos too, because I watched some of your videos oh, and, and I, I could feel your enthusiasm and your love for, for the creativity and the food and it just all came through. So those are amazing. So we're definitely going oh, to tell people cool. where to find those. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate that. You know, that's the, I do the short videos, you know, sometimes they're like, there's just so much abundance from nature and I'm like, I have to share those. Yes. You know, hands down, I would say, you know, and particularly in kind of this COVID time, mm -hmm. I feel like being in nature has really been one of my just major go-tos for resetting. Yes. Just every single time, it seems like I can really reset when I'm in nature. Mm -hmm. And when I'm not in nature, I it's harder. It's yeah. harder to get to that elevated feeling in my consciousness. You know, I feel mm -hmm. that dense, heavy Yes. static doll yes. and if I go into nature suddenly it's like oh yes you know my my eyes light up my spirit kind of soars a bit so you know it's definitely something I think we're all sort of it, I guess in our own way working on is finding what what is it what is that thing that's going to mm -hmm. be my you know my uh whatever it is that lifts me up and I think for, it really varies for people I yes. think it really varies for people Yes. And I love that you mentioned nature because nature is so good at holding that space, right? That high vibration. Yeah, for sure. I mean, honestly, I think we're, we really underestimate this sort of healing power of nature to reset us. And there's some yes. interesting studies that are kind of happening, but again, you know, it's, it's not happening as fast as I might like mm -hmm. <laughs> in terms yes. of our awareness, but yes. Yeah, it's definitely there. Yeah, I I always remember fondly, and I, I've told this story before, but I like to tell it when I was um, coming home from a night shift after working in the ER <laughs> and, you know, knowing I needed to go to bed, but knowing I needed to water my garden too. And if I slept all day and then did it at night, I knew it would be, they would wilt in the heat of the day. So I had to do it before I laid down. So I'd go out and water my garden. And I kid you not, by the time I was done and just while I was doing it, I started to feel so much better. And I'm dog tired, right? After night and I get out there and oh my gosh, I feel so much better, so alive, so full of energy. And I'm like, yeah, you guys are feeding me, are you? You're so amazing. <laughs> they really are. They do the trick. Um, yeah. I don't know to say you know it's really powerful stuff to really appreciate the the sort of healing power of nature yes. there's just no question yes exactly yeah that's what I wanted to emphasize I agree with you the healing power of nature is amazing <laughs> <laughs> I love it <laughs> oh that's great so okay how about a time in your life that um, brought you so much pleasure that you wish you could repeat it Oh gosh, um, a time in my life that brought me so much pleasure that I wish I could repeat it. Um, it you know, I'm feeling a funny sort of theme coming through in this conversation. And um, I would say that there have been certain meals that I've been given that um, hands down, if I could go back and have that meal again, of course we know a meal can never be repeated. It's like absolutely one of the most final things we can do besides maybe our last breath, you know, like <laughs> you're never going to get the same meal again ever. And um, I think that's something really intriguing to kind of think about in, uh -huh. and just in general is there's this quality of 
um, particular meals and I'm plant-based. And mm -hmm. so getting a really good plant-based meal can be sometimes a little harder than I like. Okay. And so, um, so this has been something I've definitely had to kind of work on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, highly recommend Siri Chan's <laughs> videos because she's got some good recipes, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Well, you know, sometimes my husband always used to joke. He's like, um, you are someone who like goes out to eat and then you try to make it yourself at home. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that um, I've really just come to appreciate over yeah. time. Yeah. Well, that's good because you can get inspiration and then you can come and, you know, make it your own or change it or keep it same, whatever it is. Exactly. That <laughs> exactly. It's so true. It's so true. You know, we all have our own kind of uh, approach to how we Mm -hmm. get healthy and you know, all yeah. those things so yeah yeah no that's good I love that so how about a time um when you were feeling down and then something happened that lifted you up well you know I think that honestly one of the most powerful things for me in that regard is community and friendships I mean there's like nothing that does it like a friend that sees me yes so if I've had a difficult stretch I find the biggest problem I run into personally is being a little bit over ambitious in life, very common <laughs> physician trait. And um, I'll have this idea about something I can do or create or accomplish. Mm -hmm. And the timing, it may actually come together, it may actually happen, mm -hmm. but the timing is not always on the scale that's like comforting for me. And so um, this can be something that's like super challenging. And um, I definitely have had to learn like, okay, expectations, achievement, you know, those different things. But on the flip side of that, um, if I'm having a particularly difficult time, mm -hmm. I definitely find that, um, it, you know, it really makes a difference if I'm having a down day and a friend just really steps in and they mm. say, Hey, listen, I think here's what's going on. And here's how I'd like to help you. And, um, boy, that can just make such a difference. Like yes. literally in just even being seen in the mm -hmm. moment. Yes. Everything yes. changes. Everything yes. changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think when we're talking with others, sometimes it can help us change our perspective, or maybe they can give us a different perspective. And that can sometimes help shift us out of whatever we're in to a new place. So <laughs> exactly, it makes such a difference to have that. And you know, people that have known you a long time, mm -hmm. they, they just kind of step in with that, like one word, <laughs> that like yes. one phrase, and it's like the hype squad arrived. It's like, oh, and you know, I was, I was an athlete growing up and I definitely had a lot of experiences where I, you know, you'd hear like somebody cheering on the sidelines mm -hmm. and it would like lift your spirits. Like, Hey, yeah. somebody's watching, somebody's yeah. cheering me on. Yes. And yeah. so yeah. because of that, I've actually gotten a bit more excited about cheering people on myself. Like mm -hmm. I, I think another piece in joy is, um, well, of course, gratitude. I love Brene Brown's work, but another piece in joy is giving joy, right? Yes, yes. Sometimes we are in a state of mind where we really just want to receive it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I will fully admit to that. 
Yes. But at the same time, I also appreciate that's kind of, there's just this incredible value in giving joy. Yes. For example, we were at the store the other day, and of course, I feel even a little odd telling this story, but um, the gentleman in front of me wasn't quite able to pay his grocery bill when he was checking out. And I looked at my husband, I was like, oh, you know, let's put his bill. He'd run out of his, um, the cards, I guess you need to, you know, the um, snap cards that you need okay. to pay. And, you yeah. know, he was kind of talking to the checkout person. And he's like, I know there's still money on this. And uh -huh. it was really and I just, in that moment, I was like, oh, I have so much to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. I haven't had to be in a situation like this. And I've definitely had periods where I've been very financially lean. I, that's another whole long story, but um, it was so, my spirit just felt so good. I mean, yes. I didn't need him to acknowledge mm -hmm. any of it. It was yes. just, if I, get, I could have done it anonymously, I would have, but it was like the moment didn't really allow for it. Uh-huh. But just being able to pass something forward, a small yes. act of, of kindness, reflecting yes. my own kind of gratitude that's been present in my own life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that was just really powerful. Yeah, it was really powerful. That is really powerful. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it really was. I felt so grateful that um, that moment was really gifted to me because, yes, you know, we don't always have that uh, right. opportunity. Right. And the timing that happened there, you know, the fact that he was in need and you were there to provide is just a beautiful synchronicity and timing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what it's worth. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. I just love that you brought up the fact that sharing joy is as much a joyful experience as receiving joy. <laughs> right? I mean, we just don't think about that. Right. We just no. don't. I mean, sometimes, and I think it's sort of human nature, perhaps a bit to feel in, you know, that there are occasionally times when we're just not fully ourselves and we really want that support, Yes. but we have to learn how to give and receive. Yes. I think that's an important component of having a joy, joyful life. Mm -hmm. I might be wrong about that, but I think um, my own experience is that when I'm in more of that state of, I want to receive, I want to receive, um, it, it's not the same. You mm -hmm. can't, your heart isn't as open, your spirit isn't as available, at least in my experience. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think sometimes, you know, going to do service or community acts, if I'm really feeling it, you know, sometimes that can be really helpful. Yes. Yes. And yes. getting, just getting out of our heads a little, sometimes yes. joy is just like right there. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there yes. you are. Just waiting to be seen, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> waiting for me to kind of like show up for it <laughs> yeah that's great <laughs> and I think sometimes um when we share joy with our joy with others or share others joy with ourselves it just it it increases the joy level because now you've just magnified it so exactly. it's one experience to feel it on your own but it's another experience to feel it with others <laughs> it is it is and you know interestingly enough you know sometimes it's like that much more to share something you're joyful about too, right? So again, you know, sometimes we're, I, this is an interesting piece of it, right? Because sometimes we think, oh, I don't want 
others to be envious or I don't want people to feel bad that I've had another or better opportunity than them. Mm -hmm. But I think that joy can be contagious. It's like a candle, right? You can light joy in another person. You don't have to worry so much intellectually. I think sometimes um, just my two cents on that. Yeah, no, I love that because I I use the analogy that to me, joy is like a virus in a good way because it just spreads out and touches and quote unquote infects everybody around. (laughs) It does, it does, doesn't it? It's like, oh, there you are. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What it's worth. Magical that way. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So how about a time, maybe if you could recall a time that you just erupted into spontaneous laughter, you know, just came up and out of you. (laughs) Oh, you know, I got to admit like dog memes, Mm -hmm. all game over, like (laughs) a really good dog meme. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they're amazing. (laughs) They really are. They're like, there's something about a really good dog meme that I'm like, okay, I'm on it. And so anything that's like, I think too, it's like humor that's not at the expense of someone else's particular spiritual point of view, religious point of view, color of their skin, their gender, their gender identity. I really try to steer away from humor that sort of leans into that. Occasionally, you know, just something crass will be funny, but again, you know, something that uh, just always dogs do it for me though. I can, I gotta be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I love animals. I love animals. They're so amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Dogs are amazing. Aren't they? They just, and they, like even my own dog, like, I, I don't know if you're on, are you on TikTok? I even dare to ask, are, are you on TikTok? Not yet, no. <laughs> Not yet. So I've been blogging and been in social media since like 2008. So usually I'll hop into the different platforms and just kind of explore. And um, TikTok can sometimes have some really funny um, dog memes. Okay. For sure. Okay. So. Good resource, huh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> when you need a, when you need yeah. a little pick me up or a little laugh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's good. Good. Good tip there. <laughs> so, what puts you in the flow state where, when where things are easy and you just feel productive? Oh gosh, you know that's a tricky one. I think. Um, what does put me in a flow state? Honestly, I think when I can really get into for me, it's painting or cooking. So it's got to be a left brain, I mean, a right brain activity. Mm -hmm. And it's got to be something that has um, just that quality, um, that quality within it, 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 you know, where I'm really being creative, there's no outcome I'm worried about. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no one's approval I'm looking for. So flow state impediments, which I've come to learn well, Uh it's like um, approval from others, Mm -hmm. you know, that one really gets me in trouble. If mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do it so that like someone else will like it or approve yes. it. Yes. That bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know I'm headed for trouble. <laughs> um, yes. So, you know, I have come to appreciate that it's like a lifestyle that really like contributes to flow state. It's not altogether just one thing. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm creating art, it's very different than when I'm 
fun functioning as a doctor, right? We have such a linear yes. if A, then B, then C, no mistakes can be made. And yes. when I first started making art again, which I really sort of invested in fully about three years ago. Mm -hmm. And so you can see some of that now in like the videos and things. I consider that a little bit of the art that I'm doing, sort of filmmaking very casually. But um, I think this is something to, to you know, just pay attention to it is that kind of quality that um, that comes across in that. Mm -hmm. And so I have definitely found that not seeking approval, um, not wanting anyone to like it or even myself like it in the process, just mm -hmm. letting that process unfold, mm -hmm. you can get into this much more relaxed sort of state of mind where creativity is just sort of infinitely more available. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think this is an important skill for doctors because we are, we're really working hard in this time mm -hmm. and um, finding those places and points where we can feel a sense of relaxation, ease, joy, pleasure, seem harder and harder for some people to come by. So I've really been encouraging just small actions of creativity to okay. To groups and people, whether it's cooking, drawing, painting, it can even be things like mindfulness, yoga, yes. those things yes. that sort of just re-engage us with our body, take us out of our head. Yes. And it, I actually just believe that joy is sort of a natural state we're meant to live in. Mm -hmm. Health is a natural state we're meant to live in. And oftentimes, the, of course, chronic disease or very serious illness is a bit different, but um, you know, there's a quality of sort of embracing that and bringing that into life that I think make a big difference. Yes, yes. And I love how you brought up the right brain, giving it some time, because yes, as doctors, <laughs> I was totally this way as well, of just that left brain, overworked left brain linear side of us. It's like, hey, give us a break <laughs> over here. Yes, we need that right brain to come in and balance us out. <laughs> Seriously, oh my goodness. It, so it really important. is. Yeah. And it does such a beautiful job once it's kind of yes. given bandwidth. And I sort of feel like it's, I mean, for lack of a better word, we might think of it like AM radio, right? Like, yes. you know, right brain is AM radio and left brain is FM and FM feels sharp and, yes. and strong and clear and mm -hmm. directed. And AM radio is like, wait, is that an alien <laughs> transmission? <laughs> like, you don't know what you're going to find on AM radio ever. Right. That's good. I love that. You never know. <laughs> And if you don't embrace it, if you don't invite it, not going to yes. happen. Yes, exactly. Yes. And if you don't give it the, the space to, to be itself and to expand and to, like, like you said, maybe it is an alien, whatever it is, you're, it's welcome. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. Let's do this. Come on. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think I may even do some writing about that. That's kind of the first time I've ever said that, but like, I kind of like it. I like it. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> like when was the last time you embraced AM radio, but metaphorically speaking for right. that kind yep. of right brain activity, because yes. most people are like, there's just this inherent mm -hmm. aversion to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not 
and as doctors and probably other professions as well, maybe fall into the same thing. And even if it's not a profession, just life in general, maybe directs us to, you know, reinforces us to be that left brain linear logical side. We do that all the day, all day, every day, all the time. So it just gets so much more playtime, airtime. <laughs> that's the other right. time, like you're it's saying, so that's unfamiliar for most of us, maybe not for artists and other people yeah. who are in that space, but. Exactly, I totally fun. agree. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so how has feeling good helped you be more successful? Well, you know, it's interesting is that I think that success can be built on community and collaboration. Mm-hmm. And if you're not feeling in the state of giving or receiving or collaborating, mm-hmm. inevitably it's harder to build community. It's harder to interact with you. You know, people may want to Uh, support you in your path to success, but they may actually not have any route to do that if you're closed down, if you're feeling the heaviness of life. And as I mentioned, you know, I do think there's a a place for therapeutic interventions, whether it's medication, therapy, and in some circumstances where appropriate coaching, you know, there's a continuum. Uh And, you know, sometimes we really need a lot of help to come out of um, a significant mental health state. But when I find for myself that there's more joy present, mm-hmm. inevitably more opportunities find me, more collaboration. Um, it feels easier to reach out to a complete stranger. It, it feels easier to take risks. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of value in understanding the science of joyful living, I think. Yes. And it's not always so straightforward, particularly for people that might perhaps be a bit more sensitive, uh-huh. I think is another piece of it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Cause when you're in a joy state, it, it's like a different vibration. So it really, is. <laughs> it really truly is. There's no explaining it any better than that. Like that's how I see it. Like literally, yeah. You're just vibing from a different place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all those things that, like you mentioned, could come to you, you're more open to receiving them and they can flow e- more easily into experience. So yeah, yeah, I love that. So do you have any uh, daily habits, practices, or routines that you do to help you connect to your joy? I do. And you know, it's interesting is that my study in Ayurveda plus modern neuroscience has taught me a couple of really key habits. I think probably the most pivotal one, at least from my perspective, is the cultivation of a morning walk. Uh And it could be um, as simple as three minutes. We're not even talking about a huge, um, like I said, we're not even talking about a huge process. Okay. We're talking about getting out in the morning yeah. and walking. And what we understand from that, from the Ayurvedic standpoint, is that it helps set your intentions and your focus. And from the neuroscience standpoint, we see that it affects sex hormones, dopamine pathways, melatonin pathways, um, cortisol surges. Uh-huh. So that early morning light, if you're a shift worker, this is of course a difficult scenario. And I have a lot of empathy for people like yourself who work in the ER, who do shifts. But um, from my standpoint, if it's possible to cultivate as the sun is rising, you know, three to five minutes outside can just be a huge benefit for health. And even longer, if you can, even longer if you can. I love that. I love doing that too. I love getting out in the morning and taking a walk before I start my day. And I I think for me, my problem is I cannot 
I really don't ever think I can limit it to three to five minutes. Once I'm out exactly. there, I'm just like, this is amazing. I love this. I want to stay out here longer. <laughs> and if you have a pet that can go with you, forget about it. <laughs> like, I may say in my mind, okay, I'm just going to go for a brief walk. But I tell you what, once you're out there, it's just like, no, this is too, this is too delicious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you get a pet that's like all up in being outside. Yes. <laughs> is the best. It's the best. It really is. Oh, I yeah. so agree. They're really special, you know, and if you can, like I said, you know, I think pets really offer us that almost like contagious experience where they're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they don't have any hangups about their joy. I mean, yes. they just put it out there and they're so comfortable. Totally. Just... Like they just, for them, they're just like, I am in it to win it. People. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and if you are not here with me, something is wrong with you. <laughs> exactly. And like, as soon as I put my jacket or my turban on, the dog is like, walk and if you say walk it's like ah, like all the dog universes have colluded to create yes. perfect joy in the moment so we have to say w until we absolutely mean it because yes. otherwise the dog is like oh my god oh my god is it a walk is it a walk i can't wait i can't wait is there a walk coming and then you know by chance you have to make a pit stop or get right. something to drink right the dog is all about the fact that he hasn't gotten a walk and you're getting stink eye so you know, it's, it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to have a pet and to really embrace the joy that they can bring for us yes yes and they're like i said they are just so good at being there and staying there i mean we right. fall in fall out go in and out and we're so all over the board but they are so solid rooted, solidly rooted there that that's what's so amazing they are the best i just love i love dogs me i think too. they're me too yeah yeah just i love all animals honestly and if i could have elephants and giraffes in my backyard i would love that <laughs> I know, right? I'm with you. Like I've seen those pictures on TikTok of like giraffe lodge. I think it's in yes. South Africa. Mm -hmm. It's on the like, yes, I would like to visit that place. Yes. Oh, me too. I mean, I understand. I live in the city, and of course, that's not gonna be possible here. But and I, I don't feel like I want to contain them. I just want them to come by, you know, in the yes. backyard. We say hello, and then they go on their day, and we go on our day, and then we run yes. the next day. <laughs> Exactly. Just that integrated experience with yes. the natural world and not yes. assuming that we are the only ones here. Right. I think right. that kind of expansive thinking mm -hmm. also can cultivate a sense of levity and joy in life because honestly, we aren't the only ones here. Right. There's a lot of life teeming around us. There's a yes. lot of activity that's constantly going on around us. Yes. And so I yes. think it's important to keep that in mind. Yeah, and I just get excited when I think that I can, and, and dogs and cats, they bless us because they allow us to be in their space and they're in our space and we can collude together. But, you know, the wild animals, I just feel like, and plants, it's not even animals, it could be plant, any life form. It's just, it's just really uh, beautiful when we can um, experience a little bit of their consciousness or, you know, we can't necessarily walk in their shoes and they can't walk in ours, but we can just have that moment where we can just have a shared, shared moment or shared experience or, you know, exactly. That's kind I of agree more. <laughs> so for me, so true. lights me up when I think about that. And the more I can 
do that and create that it's like oh wow and yeah dogs and cats like i said they bless us by being there all the time <laughs> oh they do so much they bless us with so much for sure yeah. so what tips can you give to help others find their joy well i think there's a couple of things that actually have just come up through the course of this conversation and that maybe i'll come up with five that are just kind of right there one is that early morning walk and recognizing that it's less work to find joy when your neurohormonal system is on board with it. Yes. We can sort of force the river, but if we give ourselves enough sleep, healthy food, you know, meaningful connections, uh -huh. joy is easier to find when present. Uh -huh. The second is, I think, being willing to give and receive joy. That seems really important to me that um or even just support and acknowledgement to others mm -hmm. seems important i think gratitude um i always know that it, gratitude is like something you can come back to you can never have enough of mm -hmm. and um when you can practice random acts of kindness un unanimously if you can but if not still do them <laughs> so <laughs> buy the coffee for the guy in front of you pay the toll mm -hmm. lift open the door for someone, you know, it doesn't always have to be monetary, you know, rake the leaves, carve a pumpkin, mm -hmm. take a meal, whatever you can do. Um, I think being of service and coming into that service mindset shifts the focus away from a paucity mindset mm -hmm. to one of abundance and joy mm -hmm. and abundance to me feel inextricably sort of intertwined. Yes. So I think those would be my sort of top pointers for cultivating joy, maintaining joy, appreciating joy, all the facets that come in as we want to become interdependent with joy in our life, as opposed to the corollary, which is, um, you know, just never really feeling a sense of ease, relaxation, openness of our heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> really good tips. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I have loved having this conversation with you. Yeah, it's great to meet you in person. <laughs> so where can people find out more about you, about the work that you're doing, potentially work with you? Please sure. tell us about that. It's pretty easy to find me. I have two places you can look on just about any social platform. I'll be there. So if you want recipes, I'm on Twitter. I'm on a Facebook group. I'm on, I have a Facebook group. If you want to look at pretty videos, I'm on Instagram. And that handle is Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R Siri Chand, S-I-R-I-C-H-A-N-D. So Dr. Siri Chand. I also have a website that's drsirichand.com, drsirichand.com. So easy enough to find me. You can just Google Dr. Siri Chand and lots of options will come up. <laughs> Good. Oh, that's great. I highly recommend it, people. She's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> good, good. Well, I appreciate all of this, your time. Thank you for spending this with me. And I really appreciate uh, all that you've shared with us today. It's so great to connect. I hope you have a wonderful, joyful day. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I have really loved having this conversation and please join me in the next one. Mwah.